It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it. We will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the least woke man in America. Hello, everyone. It is May 15th, 2022, and I am the least woke man in America. You are the never woke nation, a group of people determined to fight against the godless, gunless, meatless, censorship-filled hell, hell, the far left is trying to create in this country under the guise of progress, under progressives, under being woke or wokeness. And we know it's a joke, we know it's a farce, and we're fighting against all of it, and we will succeed. We call it Proghelia, the utopian vision for the far left. So, uh, before I forget, the podcast, uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, leastwoke.com, you can listen to it live on the website. We are also on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon, and iHeart. We have also have the Facebook page, as well as at least woke is the Twitter handle. We are everywhere. We'll be on Instagram soon. Whew, that was a lot. That was a lot. I think my face is getting red. It's already red from gardening all day. And um, Instagram, like I said, Instagram soon. And I'm, hey, I'm one man here, okay? I'm trying my hardest. Cut me some slack. It's a lot of work. Okay, on a serious note, so it is Sunday, May 15th. And we are a country with problems, as you know, as if we did not have enough problems. Uh, we have this terrible shooting in Buffalo, New York, about two hours from where I live. Two people have been, sh or excuse me, not two, ten people are dead. I believe 13 were shot altogether by a gunman. Um, and some of the deaths includes an 86-year-old woman which is very sad, and a 58-year-old retired Buffalo police officer who was working as a security guard at the grocery store. He was a black gentleman. He uh, pulled his gun. He shot at the shooter. Unfortunately, the shooter was wearing body armor. It did not kill the shooter. The shooter was able to shoot back and killed him. So, I mean, that's as bad as it gets. These people are just innocent people, just as human as you and I, buying groceries on a Saturday, and 10 of them ended up dead. And I can't imagine the one, other ones who were shot are in good shape. So that's for all of us who want to focus in a non-hate-filled way, on the substance of the event, we have a very disturbed, evil, young white male who decided, he actually drove 200 miles from Conklin, New York, which is down by Binghamton, all the way to Buffalo. Why he chose that grocery store is completely beyond me. I'm sure they'll figure it out somehow. He posted live on social media while he was doing it. I don't know what site, doesn't matter. So it's a big, sick mess. It's a very disturbed individual who shot and killed 10 people while buying their groceries. Uh, the race should not matter to you, which doesn't matter to me. We see humans being killed by a very sick other human. But it does matter to a lot of other people 
who are capitalizing it and the process don't even realize, even though they are the most intelligent, emotionally intelligent and enlightened supposedly among us, the hate they are creating. And I'm talking about the media, I'm talking about New York Governor Kathy Hochul, I'm talking about the usual suspects. Now, you have to remember, okay, so it's a white shooter, all the people who died were black, which obviously is terrible. Um, and so as if 10 people dying isn't bad enough, you have the racial component, which as we have seen, as we have seen, the left-wing media, does not, they do not have the emotional stability nor the self-discipline to restrain themselves from capitalizing on the situation. And there's also a financial part of it. And there's also an ambition part of it as well. You think about this. Okay, so blacks, people, black people make up 13%. African-Americans make up 13% of the American population. They make up about 35% of the Democratic Party. They also make up a sizable portion of people who watch left-wing media okay so it behooves let's use that word democrats especially white democrats to fly into buffalo and run their mouths and like kathy hochel act of barbarism well, let me let me pump the brakes for a second there it is an act of barbarism don't get me wrong but i just i don't know about the rest of you i can't take these people seriously does that make me a bad person i mean look at hochel Okay, as I've mentioned on this podcast before, New York State, we have this thing called bail reform. I'm not going to go into it again. The bottom line is people don't go to jail here. I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, those of you who live in normal people's states don't understand this concept that started here about a year or two ago under Cuomo, where I'm not people will rob, um, get caught and arrested three times in 24 hours for robbing cars or harassing women, and they get let out because there's no bail. It's a lawless society here. While there's, I think, 18 million people in New York State. Statistically, you could almost guarantee while Kathy Hochul was giving her strongly worded press conference about racism and white supremacism, somebody somewhere in this state was being hurt, beat up, robbed, whatever you want to call it, having an act of barbarism pushed against them because of the bail reform that's pushed not just by her, but other people in her party. They're the same people that have no problem aborting a six-month fetus. They're the same people that don't have a problem with uh, kindergarten teachers talking about uh, talking to little kids about gender identity. So, I like the rest of you, there's only so much of this I can take. Uh, I go online, I see the pictures of dead bodies on the parking lot, I see the pictures of this creepy white kid, and I'm taking back because I have a soul just as much as everybody else. But then when, uh, you know, Hochul and Kamala Harris and this other group of Chuck Schumer, they get their fingers in it, and Anderson Cooper and Joe and Mika and Morning Joe, and just ride it and ride it, out trying to out-virtue each other. You know, so... Among the kale sandwich eaters this week, that's going to be the contest. Who can be the most outraged? Meanwhile, the fundamental problems in the black community, which there are many, as well as the white community, but statistically, which I, you know, maybe I'll get canceled, maybe I'll get thrown off, but I'm talking about statistics here. So if we live in a country now where if I say statistically the black community is hurting and that gets thrown, me thrown off this podcast, I'm more worried about this country than I am about this podcast at this point, right? So that's where we are. Um, 
So she flies in there. All the grandstanding is taking place. Uh, there was also two more shootings just today. Uh, one dead, four wounded at a church in California. Four, two dead, multiple people shot at a flea market in Houston. You can bet if those are not white on minority situations, white on black, white on Latino, you probably will not hear about them by tomorrow morning because that's the world we have decided to create for ourselves. And that's all there is to it. So um, the situation is very sad. And what they're doing now, and this is incredibly disturbing, is that, okay, so this white disturbed kid, he killed 10 people. He's not playing with a full deck of cards, okay? This is not a good person. I'm sure if you don't, nobody wakes up and does this. There's probably a, a track record of him being disturbed, right? So he espouses, excuse me, on social media, whatever, replacement theory, okay? So he's a big fan of replacement theory. Um, this replacement theory thing is a struggle for me because what it means, it's what type of thing that everyone knows is true. They've packaged it up in this replacement theory thing. So if you go there, you're this chronic immigrant hating racist. I got news for you. Before I even knew about what replacement theory was, I know scores of people, and not just family and friends, but some of them, yes, customers, teachers, cops, um, people I know well, people I know have an arm's length relationship with, who believe, and these are not Alex Jones um, loving white supremacist Ku Klux Klan members, that the intention of the Democratic Party is to create more Democrats via the Latinos coming in from the southern border. Everybody knows that. Now, if you want to package it up in this thing called replacement theory, and everyone who goes there is on the same page as the shooter, then I don't know what else to tell you. 80% of the homicides in this country last year were black people. Black people made up, 80, and that's terrible, they're 13% of the population made up 80% of the homicides. That is really, really sad. I'm not saying... Um, happy about that i'm not bragging about that it's terrible but to uh and replacement theory was not the re was not what killed all those black people a massive percentage which you have to work and i mean work to find because they hide it of those crimes were black on black the replacement theory was nowhere to be found so now so here's the fact here's what they do you have the terrible shooting in buffalo some deranged white kid kills 10 black people. Then you throw his social media stuff, the replacement theory. Then they go out and they grab Elise Stefanik. Um, Elise Stefanik is a congresswoman here from where I live in upstate New York. She's young. She's attractive. She's done a great job. She was a huge Trump supporter. She's a rising star, like DeSantis, who they made out to be like some uh, you know, guy that drove an ice cream truck. And he hated to listen to right-wing radio all day and rode Trump's coattails to the governor's mansion. Not telling you, it was an I Harvard degree, a Yale law degree. He was a JAG attorney in the Navy. Never knew any of that, right? So they got Elise Stefanik about on the same page as uh, DeSantis. This, this uh, northern New York rube who rode the Trump uh, racist gravy train to a, become a rising star in the Republican Party and took Liz Cheney's point place so that's the narrative and i think they hate the fact she took liz cheney's place because liz cheney 
was a darling, became a darling among the media. The big Trump basher, the big January 6th superstar. And as I called it, the January 6th uh, select committee, 8% inflation, no one cares. Um, excuse me. The select committee... 8% inflation, no one cares on January 6th, I think is what I call it. Sorry, I'm a little tired. But you get my drift. No one cared about the January 6th committee, and it went nowhere. Just like most, and I, I January 6th was a terrible situation. Those people should not have ran into our capital destroying it like that. That's not the way you do business. But if you see from the sentences that are being handed out from that January 6th situation, that was not um, an overthrow of the U.S. government. All right, it just wasn't. Anyway, so shooting somehow replacement theory because the social media post and then they grab that and they stick it on at least stefanic and probably trump and tucker carlson his name is all over this now because tucker has talked about the white replacement theory and are the replacement theory and so you see the pattern here what a sick mess this is where you have the shooting in buffalo 10 people dead it's white on black they completely, out of their own gain, blow it out of proportion. But tomorrow, uh, there'll be black shootings in Chicago. There was three, almost 3,600 shootings in the city of Chicago. Almost 10 people a day get shot in the city of Chicago, and you will not hear anything about it. So if you look at it from 5,000 feet, like we just did, it's a sick mess. Um, it's a sick mess because you have multiple problems here. You have an industry based on hate. You have a group of people, the black community, who for the most part, I'm sorry to say it, um, like going after, not going after, but blaming white people for underlying root problems. I'm not going to get into that right now, but you get my drift. And anyone who mentions the real statistics gets their head ripped off, gets canceled, etc. Especially if you're white conservative, you're not even allowed to talk about. Well, I sh if I'm the one being blamed for the problems, then I should be able to talk about the problems. I'm sorry. So I'm getting blamed for the problems and I'm not allowed to talk about the problems? What the hell type of deal is that? And I get canceled if I talk about the problems in a country that supposedly has free speech and a constitution that millions of people have died for? So there's a lot going on here, but um, but the sad part is to watch those pukes fly in there, stir all this up is just incredible. And I want to say one more thing. I don't know if you saw this. The news is going crazy, at least Stefanik, as far as the baby formula situation. She made the statement about how we should not be sending baby formula because it's shortage here on American citizens. There's a citizens, obviously. It's a terrible deal here. To the southern border, okay. So uh, the le and this is where Twitter and this is where Republicans have such an advantage, where Twitter is so much different than the real world. Because here's a dirty little secret. And again, people going go ballistic, ask for this podcast to be canceled, do whatever you need to do. But here's the reality of the situation: I could find three Democrats. I could find. A black woman who's a nurse. I could find a white guy who's a Teamsters union guy. So he voted for Biden because he's part of the Teamsters union. They're usually pretty good Democratic voters. Okay, so the black woman who's a nurse, she voted for Joe Biden. I could even find a multi-generation Latino or a Cuban, like say a Cuban in this country, even maybe a Mexican who's been maybe a second generation person.
And if you walked up to them, no cameras, no microphones, and said to them, do you think, as far as baby formula, just like the vaccine, because they loved the vaccine. Remember the vaccine? They were okay with America coming first with the vaccine because they're all so nuts about COVID. So if you said to these people, no camera, no hidden cell phone BS, do you think American citizens should get the baby formula before people at the southern border who aren't coming here legally? All those Democrats would say yes. They, I'm telling you right now, they would say yes. Because I talk to, I'm out and about, about in my day job among the American public every single day. There's going to say yes. So what happens is, at least Stefanik says that, liberal Twitter, which is not the real world, goes and nuts, demonizer, she starts trending, blah, 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 blah. And then, so the Democrats feed off that. And they'll mention that like when she runs for re-election. And meanwhile... It's so skewed from reality. And the next thing you know, it's 2016. Trump beats Hillary, and they're all in the Javits Center crying. They just don't even know what hit them. Well, how can you have such a pathological disrespect for natural-born citizens of the country who pay taxes in the country, who either themselves or family members have fought, got shot, disabled, PTSD for the country, and have such little respect for the taxpayers of that, or excuse me, the citizens of that country who have committed so much. And do all that, and then just be shocked when some um, baboon who made the pussy grabber comment becomes president of the United States. So, so that, um, so there's some major flaws in their thinking here. But despite those flaws, the waves in the pond, like when you throw a rock in a pond, the waves they make and the damage they do in situations like this Buffalo thing, where anyone with a modicum of common sense that cares about our culture, our country, it calm the emotions down a little bit, doesn't make the underlying problems go away, doesn't make the people come back to life. But to fly in there, throw around the replacement theory, just, that'll be a fire hydrant right until about Monday or Tuesday of racism and the underlying root problems and probably some gun stuff, guns, guns, and more guns and the Second Amendment, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and by the way, you won't hear about any, again, black-on-black shootings during on any of this. None of it. And that's the world we have decided to create for ourselves. It's not the boogeyman. It's not God. We have decided to create this world for ourselves. And so it's not good. I mean, we got enough problems as is. I mean, inflation, fuel prices, uh, baby formula. And to throw this on top of it, and uh, the only thing I could say is and during the Joe Biden presidency, everything is so dysfunctional. You can almost be guaranteed that by tomorrow at lunch, there'll be some other violent act or something overseas or some type of terrible economic statistics. I heard... Um, Applications for new homes dropped 70% last week because of the mortgage rate in increases. The Biden era is going to go down to such a terrible era in human uh, American history, maybe human history because we're such an influential country, that this will go away. But that, of course, I mean, it's a sad deal. Those people all had families. They have passed away. Maybe the kid that shot everybody comes from a somewhat normal family. I'm sure, obviously, now their lives are very screwed up, ruined, whatever you want to say. Um, so we have to keep this all in perspective. Somebody has to have an adult-level type of thinking flying the plane with all of this because it is just not there with the opportunist 
on the American left. So that is today's podcast. I wish it could be a little more light, lighthearted, but these are serious things, current events, politics. When you get into this stuff, uh, you're dealing with people, rules, uh, society, important things. So I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Till that, till next time, keep fighting on Never Woke Nation. This is the least woke man in America.